Hi, everybody. This is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very 46th episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, I just want to share with you some practical tips that seem to be recurring themes that come up with my clients as far as just managing this new, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, this new world that we live in where everyone is staying inside and social distancing and literally the world is plagued with this pandemic. Very, very overwhelming situation and I've been fortunate enough to be in touch with a lot of people over the course of the week and hearing their concerns and trying to make it a little bit more manageable. So I just wanted to share some of that with you today. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day, and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. So we're now in the second week of the 15-day plan that the entire country is trying to kind of withdraw, slow things down. Uh, let's all stay inside. Let's try not to interact too much with people, limit our interactions. Um, I'm from New York, and here all non-essential businesses are closed. And it's really, really really mind-boggling. There's really no way to describe what we're dealing with here. Now, obviously, from a medical standpoint, I always encourage people to listen to their doctors, seek out appropriate medical advice, follow the guidelines, hand-washing, social distancing, and all of that stuff is really, really important. But what's equally important is maintaining our emotional health, our psychological health, our sanity, and being together in small groups with our families, with our children all day. A lot of people are homeschooling now, even people that are remote schooling. It's, it's a completely different world and it's incredibly stressful and we're now in the second week of it. So the first week was hard enough and we hope that each week will get a little bit easier and hopefully this will pass really, really quickly and we can all get back to our normal lives. But in the meantime, this is something that again i you know i i don't even know how to describe this overwhelming situation the entire world is gripped by this singular force that is the coronavirus that is just frightening everybody so a couple of themes that came up and i want to just talk about them really quickly and then again i hope that things will get better and we can get back to our regular conversations around teaching, around education, conversations with educators. But right now, just to, just to get a little bit of sanity in what seems to be an insane world. So, you know, there is stress of being in quarantine. And, and there are people like myself who are actually in quarantine. I've come into contact with someone who tested positive, so I'm in quarantine. And I keep finding out people that are testing positive, that are being rushed to the hospital, that are running a very high fever, that are in critical condition, that need to be on ventilators. And it's, it's a very scary thing. It's a very scary thing. So we're staying inside. We're trying to do the best that we can. But besides for that, there's incredible stress of being in quarantine. And the first thing that I tell people, and 
you know, all the things that I tell people, I most of all try to tell myself, you know, it's, it's very nice to, to tell somebody something, but in this case, we're all in this together. We're literally all in this together. So the first thing that you need to do is recalibrate your expectations. You know, we've been used to expecting certain things, getting a certain amount of stuff done in a day. We have our routines, we have our habits. All of that is, is by the wayside. All of that has changed. So you need to recalibrate your expectations and look back at last week, which was the first week of doing this. And if you're just getting started with it now, then be patient with yourself and the people around you. And just understand that you're probably not going to get the same amount of work done, the same amount of productivity, because everything is different. You know, we, we very often talk about habits and habits allow us to act, you know, to act without thinking. It's very quick. We're used to it. We get dressed in the morning. And it also frees up our mental energy to focus on the things that really require it. Now, literally every minute of the day is going to be draining our mental energy. We're going to be far more exhausted at the end of the day. Our tolerance levels are going to be much, much lower. And we really need to understand that and recalibrate the expectations. I always give the same example. I've done it already a couple of times in the podcast. When you get in the car and you're driving for two hours, it's only a long drive if you were expecting to be in the car for under an hour. If you got into the car thinking you're going to do a five-hour trip and then you make it in two hours, you're pleasantly surprised and not at all stressed out. So stress has a lot to do with expectations. If you recalibrate your expectations, you can automatically lower your stress levels. And that's really, really something that we have in our control. It's completely up to us to set our expectations. That's the first thing. The second thing that I encourage is that you need to validate this challenge. It's not just for us. It's a challenge for everyone. And you need to validate this to your family as well. And you need to tell people that this is hard and we're all in this together and we need to be more patient with each other. We need to recalibrate our expectations, but work as a team, work as a family, as a team, as your friends, let's support each other. And that's something that's very, very important because we get so caught up in the stuff that we need to do, we forget that people can't read our minds and we have to really, especially when you're dealing with young children, they don't understand this. They don't realize what's happening. You know, I have little kids at home and they kind of understand what's going on. I mean, they realize that things are different, but they certainly cannot grasp the magnitude of what's going on here. So validate the challenge to your family. Make sure that they know that it's difficult and that you know that it's difficult for them and they should know that it's difficult for you and that we're going to work this through together and hopefully real soon we'll be at, we'll be out of this, God willing. The third thing that I... I'm stressing is really you need to proactively and emphasize the need to be positive. We need to compliment each other. We need to give positive feedback back to each other. And we need to encourage people to do that too. It's not enough that we're being positive to the people around us. Of course, that's critical. But we need to tell our children, we need to tell everybody, let's compliment each other. Let's, like we said before, it's, this is a challenge. Part of the way we deal with the challenge is that we're going to be much more positive with each other. We're going to find compliments. We're going to look aside if something doesn't go our way or if somebody does something that bothers us. Let's try to really, really be positive. So these are just mindsets that, you know, that I have found to be useful for myself. Obviously, there's a lot of research on all this stuff as well. This is what I've been telling a lot of my clients and they're telling me that it's working for them. 
The other thing is, is again, because we're so disruptive from our day, I'm only working remotely. All of my therapy sessions are remotely. Um, my kids are doing school remotely. We're all, we're doing everything remotely. So you need to structure the day. You need to have a, a time that you get up every day. And there are obviously certain hard parts of the schedule, meaning those, those are going to be constant. Other parts of the day, you might be more flexible. And, and you should give yourself some downtime. And again, with those recalibrated expectations, fill in your a schedule, have structure to the day, and try to stick to that. And obviously, as time goes on, hopefully, again, things will improve. But in case they don't, or even until then, at least you'll have structure to the day. And of course, we all know how important that is. Another thing that's really, really important is that you need to designate, as you're structuring your day, at least an hour of device-free time. We've got to put our phones and computers, we've got to get away from the news. We've just got to unplug, even though we're relying on our technology now more than ever to connect to the world, because we can't physically connect to the world. But we've got to take some time, and every it's different for everybody, but we've got to take some time and designated as device-free unplugged time. And finally, the last thing is exercise is an absolute must, an absolute must. You cannot sit at home and not do any kind of exercise. It's terribly unhealthy. It's not good for your emotional well-being. So make sure to get a minimal amount of exercise, a 10-minute walk, a 20-minute walk, whatever it might be, whatever you could do. And obviously, the more the better, but you got to get some exercise in. So again, you know, recalibrate expectations, number one. Number two, validate the challenge to your family. Emphasize, three, emphasize the need to be positive. Four, structure the day. Five, make sure to designate some device-free time. And number six, exercise is a must. So those are six ways that you can really help yourself emotionally and the people around you. And you know what? If you focus on the people around you, that will help you as well because we're all you know, like I say, we're all in it together. We're all feeding off of each other. The emotional energy in the home is contagious. So if you set the tone and you direct the tone with the people around you, everyone will do better. Let's hope that uh, this is something that passes really, really quickly. And all of those that need to be healed should be healed. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Take care. I hope you got value from this podcast. And please, before you go, if you can just subscribe, rate, and share this podcast with your friends, that will be really, really amazing. Thanks so much. See you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today empowering educators one episode at a time.